screen and beyond. An inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and movie DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Welcome to episode 14 of On Screen and Beyond. I'm Brian Zemrak. And yes, we have got things that you have got to know about on the website, here on the podcast. Things are constantly changing, new things coming up, a lot of exciting things coming in the future that I won't even be mentioning at this time, but we want you to keep listening because there is so much going on, a lot of exciting things, and we hope that you'll stick around, listen to the podcast, and also go to the website and uh, see all the new things we've got coming up. And uh, there's a lot of things that you can be involved with as far as if you're a filmmaker. You can uh, send us your link to your website or to your uh, partial clip of a film or something that you've made up on YouTube or someplace. Um, We'll link to it. We'll uh, let people know what you're doing. We want to get this out. Uh, It's all part of the Filmmaker's Corner on onscreenandbeyond.com. So check that out. And uh, we also are going to be having some uh, interviews uh, with independent filmmakers, such as uh, Misty Lockhart, who we are currently having up there. And if you go to Filmmaker's Corner on the website, onscreenandbeyond.com, you'll uh, find a link to her webpage, which is uh, The Chronicles of Life, Starfish. That's a a film that she made. And we also had an interview with her when we were out at um, one of the film festivals. And we talked with her. And uh, so you might want to listen to that, find out how she's doing and what she's doing. And uh, also we'll have more coming your way as we get moving along. And if you are a filmmaker, like I say, send us your information. We'll uh, connect to your trailers or sites or whatever you have out there. And uh, we may be doing an interview with you. So uh, that's one thing. Also, we wanted you to check out our um, contest that we're currently having on, on on Screen and Beyond. One of them is that's going on right now, and it's it's getting toward the end of it. You can win an autographed picture of one of the stars of Iron Man, Sean Tube. And all you have to do to win, it's very simple, listen to episode 12 of On Screen and Beyond to find out the answer to this question. All right, the question is, what new pilot or show, uh, whichever way you want to call it, for CBS is Sean Tube working on? All right, he talks about that in his uh, interview. And then I want you to email us at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. And on June 21st, we will draw a winner from all the correct answers. All right, so that's one of the contest that's going on right now, and you could win yourself an autographed picture of Iron Man's Sean Tube. Also, we have another one where you could win an autographed picture. This time, it's uh, an autographed picture of Taylor Lautner. Now, Taylor Lautner was in The Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl, and that's when he started out. And coming up in December, he's one of the stars of the blockbuster that'll be coming out in December, Twilight. And we interview him about that. And uh, that's coming up for him. So we listen to episode 13, and you can find out the answer to this question. How many times does Taylor say he was a world champion doing extreme martial arts? Okay, now he gives you that answer in the interview. Listen to it. Send the answer in an email to us at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. And on June 30th, 2008, we will draw a winner from all the correct answers, and we'll be sending some lucky winner an autographed picture of Taylor Lautner. 
Now, um, recently when I talked with Taylor, we were at a film festival, and uh, he uh, he was just mobbed by by people, young and old, because, uh, like you say, this Twilight movie is, is just a big film, and um, there's a lot of people who are all ages who are going crazy over this film, and uh, they were all getting his autograph and everything, and so uh, a lot of you can't make it to those film festivals, so I get you a copy and an autograph, and we're going to give somebody a lucky winner uh, a possibility to win one of those. So all you got to do is listen. It's free. Nothing to do. Just listen to the podcast. Find out the answer to that question. Email it to us, and we'll have a drawing. All right? Now, let's see. What else do we have? Oh, check out our movie reviews of a movie and DVDs on the website. And all you got to do is click on the movie and DVD reviews link on the side, on the uh, left-hand side of the web page, on the first page. And you can find our reviews of uh, Indiana Jones, Sex and the City, uh, The Invaders on DVD, and a whole lot of other reviews are there. So, uh, like I say, things are changing constantly, and there's all sorts of stuff coming your way right here on On Screen and Beyond. Coming up next, we will have Remake Madness right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness. Looks like Flash Gordon is about to be made into another movie remake. Uh, it's going to make the rounds. Last time it was remade, it was uh, 1980 when it featured a soundtrack by Queen. Remember that one? And uh, look for this new one to be, re- to be released at about oh, 2010. And they're looking for the chance to remake Highlander. It's the 1986 Christopher Lambert, Sean Connery movie. And what else here? We have 2009 may bring us a remake of 1947's The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. And it looks like it will star Mike Myers. And also in 2009, a possible remake of Marilyn Monroe's How to Marry a Millionaire. And it may hit the theaters. That's a rumor right now, but it looks like it might be coming. All right, and that's it for Remake Madness. Coming up next, upcoming movies on On Screen and Beyond. Well, for upcoming movies, look for February 10th, 2010, to have a release of a biopic documentary about reggae singer Bob Marley. All right, and that date, February 10th, 2010, would have been his 65th birthday. So that's what they're planning right now. And I understand that his son is one of the executive producers of the film. And let's see. Hold on to your earlobes because it looks like uh, the Cannes Film Festival showing of Tyson, the documentary about boxer Mike Tyson, uh, was picked up and may hit into theaters. And the dark sci-fi comedy called Iron Sky may be heading into production. It's about Nazis who left Earth in a spacecraft in 1945 colonized the moon and return in the year 2018. Also look for uh, Cameron Diaz and Joan Cusack, Abigail Breslin, and Alec Baldwin to star in My Sister's Keeper. And look for Spike Lee to make a documentary about Michael Jordan. And Shia LaBeouf's new film, after Indy runs out of gas, of course, will be Eagle Eye. It's a thriller about a man targeted by terrorists, and he doesn't know why. And that's about it for upcoming movies right now. Uh, coming up next on On Screen to Beyond, it looks like we're going down to Sequel City right here. 
This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Well, Sequel City, it looks like Jurassic Park 4 is in the works. Look for a possible 2009 release. 2009 will also bring us Saw 6 around Halloween. And uh, Donnie Darko 2, titled S. Darko, will uh, you know pick up seven years after the first film left off. And it's looking for a 2009 release. Rambo 5, with Sylvester Stallone will be set in Mexico, at least that's what it's rumored right now, there's a lot of rumors flying around about that one, but uh, it looks like he is going to make a Rambo 5. Alright, in 2010 is ex- the expected release of Eddie Murphy's Beverly Hills Cop 4. And also in the 4 segment, we're looking at Tom Cruise's Mission Impossible 4. It has been announced with an expected release of 2010. And that's about it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, TV on DVD. TV on DVD, well, it looks like Pushing Daisies, which starts its second season in September, will have a release of Season 1 on DVD on September 16, 2008. And look for nine episodes on three discs. Right, and that's to coincide with the uh, second season starting. And August 12th will bring us That Girl with Marlo Thomas, Season 4. And that's a coming out on DVD with a four-disc set. Well, it looks like Burt Reynolds, Hal Holbrook, Mary Lou Henner, and the rest of the cast of Evening Shade hits home video with Evening Shade Season 1 on July 15th. HBO's Entourage, fourth season, is on its way. Retailers are taking pre-orders right now. And if you've ever recently been on a plane, all right, and you watch what they're showing up there, besides the movie, they show TV shows. Well, this is one of the shows that just keeps coming back, coming back, and they keep showing them over and over. Chuck, all right? They keep showing that. Well, NBC's Chuck Season 1 will be released on September 16th in a four-disc set. And also, Smallville seventh season flies into stores on September 9th. And that's about it for TV on DVD right here on On Screen and Beyond. Coming up next, movies on DVD. Movies that are coming out on DVD, it looks like June 10th. Look for Witless Protection. It makes its way into stores and it stars Larry the Cable Guy. Also, Fool's Gold with Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey will be available on DVD on June 17th. June 24th, look for 10,000 BC to hit stores. Also, on June 24th, we'll bring you the superhero movie on your home DVD system. And also, coming out on July 1st, it's Owen Wilson as Drillbit Taylor is going to be hitting the home video circuit. So, those are all coming out at you whole lot more. We just don't have time for everything, but we'll be uh, keeping you informed uh, between here on the podcast 
or if you go to onscreenandbeyond.com, we'll keep you informed there too. We're going to be adding updates and things like that on movies when they're coming out on DVD. So that's uh, about it for now. Coming up next, we'll be having our interview with the young actress, Allison Stoner, from uh, Cheaper by the Dozen 1, Cheaper by the Dozen 2, Disney Channel's Camp Rock, which comes out on June 20th. That is coming up next, right here. Our interview with Allison Stoner on On Screen and Beyond. today and on screen and beyond is Allison Stoner. Hello Allison. Hello, how are you? Good. And um, just wanted to uh, try to get a little information about you, background, uh, more about you. You're so young and I was looking at your IMDb listing and you've done a lot more than a lot of actors who have been around for a long time. Well thanks, I think I've been given a lot of great opportunities and it's something I have such a passion for so to be able to work with different directors and producers and actors and actresses it's really a true blessing so I'm just hoping to keep working hard and and you know try new things every day. Now did you start out with Disney or where did you start? My first big project was the Missy Elliott music video because I started dancing first and that kind of opened up other opportunities um, with Disney because they saw that I had the attitude and the flavor with my dancing so I could do that also with my acting and they gave me that chance on Mike's Super Short Show which was an interstitial that I worked on for five years so um, Disney kind of got my face out there but I have to give Missy Elliott some credit too. (laughs) Now you are quite a dancer. Um, Before you uh, actually got into performing and everything on, on shows. Was the uh, dancing your main concern at that time? Yes, I'm originally from Ohio, so there weren't many acting opportunities there. There was definitely a core dance training center that my family was involved in, and my sister's a phenomenal dancer, so I always looked up to her, and she was a role model, and I wanted to be just like her, so I enrolled in a bunch of different classes, and that took me to a convention where there was actors and models there, so it kind of was just a coincidence that it all blended together, and now I'm doing it all. How did you get Missy Elliott. I mean, that's that's quite a thing to start off with. It's amazing. I have a great agent, and she got me the audition, and I actually was the only girl there that was, you know, this little white girl, and no one else had seen a white girl dance before, I guess, apparently, so that was definitely interesting, and we weren't aware of what the lyrics were about, and we didn't know that it wasn't so much of a kid's song, but Missy was great, and she put me in all the clean parts of the music, so gave my mom a breather. <laughs> well, I can remember seeing the video and then saying, did you see that girl dance? I mean, it was amazing, you know? Thank you. I think when you love something so much, it just, you get lost in it, and you just feel this rush, and when you're performing, you forget about anyone who's watching, and I think my love for dancing kind of shines through on camera, so I'm very lucky. Now, you for a long time, you did Mike Super Short's show, and, and um, I have daughters, and they watched it, and... and um, the, uh, how was that doing that? Uh, you, you met a lot of different people on that, didn't you? That actually prepared me for a lot of my 
you know, projects that I'm working on now because I was always the one interviewing people, so I had to be organized and well-prepared for the premieres, and now I'm the one being interviewed, so I can kind of second-guess what questions I'm going to be asked, which really pays off, and that was a great experience for me. I grew up doing it, so I met a lot of great people, and it was just basically the time of my life getting to do what any kid would want to do, which is be on red carpets and interview the stars. Yeah, I mean, that, that was quite an experience for you, I'm sure. You sing on Holly Hobby? Yes, I got to do a couple songs on Holly Hobby. That was actually in the way beginning when I didn't have even an interest in pursuing a singing career. That was just something that they threw together and thought it would be fun for kids to be able to sing along to the songs. And now, after doing that and recording a song for Camp Rock, which is my newest Disney Channel film, I'm actually loving music more and more every day, and I've been training vocally for a year now and hoping to pursue that. So is there a possibility we're looking at Hannah Montana up and rising here? I think that would be an honor and a blessing because Hannah Montana has done so well and it's so successful with the kids. So just, you know, if I have the chance to reach out and share my gift and be able to connect with people, that's all I really want to do. So So you enjoy singing? Oh, I love music. I've grown up dancing to music and now I can use my voice to sing powerful messages to people. It's nothing better. Now, um, a lot of people may not know all the things that you've done. Um, you know, they see you, and they know you're in Mike's Super Short Show, and, you know, they've grown up with it and everything. But you've done a lot of voiceovers, too. Yes, I actually started doing voiceovers at the same time I was acting and singing and dancing. And um, I actually was on Lilo and Stitch first, and then I that led to other projects. And I think it's fun because it's a different process. You have to use your voice only uh, to communicate to the audience. You can't show any expressions on your face because they can't see it. So you definitely can wear your PJs to the studio and record, which I definitely enjoy. Yeah, Debbie Derryberry, I don't know if you know Debbie. She, she's the voice of Jimmy Neutron. Oh. She said the exact same thing. You can go in your, your PJs. And everyone does, I'm telling you. But there's a lot of great cast members that I've worked with on animated projects. And it's something that you can go into the studio and just let loose and not care about anyone, you know, watching you. Because it's just your voice, so you can play around with it. Now, when you've done voiceover, is it usually, are you doing a single one or do you have a group ensemble when you do it? I've done both, but I usually do a single studio where it's just me and the director and maybe a writer or producer. And they usually have me do whatever line it is three times in a row. And if they don't get it by then, you know, we can go and back and critique it. But what's fun is doing ADR work where they have your character and they already animated it. So now you have to match your voice to the character and, you know, the character's mouth moving. And it's really be hard. hard because yeah. animated, you know, they don't move their mouths the same as humans right. do. So it's difficult, but it's a challenge, so I like it. <laughs> yep. Now, you mentioned your new movie that's coming out or a show on Disney, uh, Camp Rock. Can you give us a little idea of what's going on with that? Yes, Camp Rock is Disney Channel's newest original movie, and it'll be airing in June 20th, and I'm, I don't know what time, but it stars the Jonas Brothers and Demi Lovato, who's kind of Disney's new up-and-coming starlet, and there's great music. It's a great family message about standing up and believing in yourself and raising your voice, and I play Caitlin, who's an aspiring music producer, and she immediately befriends Mitchie, the main girl, but has to watch her make friends with the mean girl, so it's all about, you know, hanging with the right crowd, because you are who you hang out with, so, yeah, it's great. That sounds like it'll be a good one. Um 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, and you also have another project that you're working on, which is the Allison Stoner Project. Yes. Can you let us know about that one? The Allison Stoner Project blends a bunch of different elements of entertainment into one. It has dancing and a dance instructional section where kids can learn some of the moves that I've done in actual shows and movies. And then at the end, there's a full-blown music video where you know different celebrities make appearances. We have David Henry from Wizards of Waverly Place, and we have Bonnie Hunt, who was my mom and Cheaper by the Dozen. And also, there's a behind-the-scenes feature where you get to learn about the dancers themselves and you kind of get to pick my brain and ask me any questions you want and, and I answer them for you. So it's a great way to get up, be healthy, and dance and do something productive. So, yeah. so any any other things that are in the works that you know about? Gosh, well, I'm designing my own dance shoe. Oh, really? Yes, it's a dance sneaker with the Block Dance Corporation. So hopefully that'll be released sometime this summer as well as Camp Rock, Alice Upside Down, Phineas and Ferb, um, gosh, I, I forget, what else is there? I think there's one other thing, but I can't remember. Oh, and my singing. There we go. singing, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot. Before we, um, we head out, what I'd like to do is see how good your memory is. Now, my memory is bad, but, but we're going to see how good your memory is. I'm going to give you names of characters that you have played, and I'd like you to try to tell me what it was from. Oh, yikes. Okay, let's do it. All right, first one is Sarah Baker. Okay, that's cheaper by the dozen. Okay. Isabella. Oh, Phineas and Ferb, right. Gosh. <laughs> All right, you're doing good. Victoria. Victoria? When did I ever play? Oh, Lilo and Stitch. There you go. Boy, you're, <laughs> you're going to go all the way. One last one. Uh, Allie Parker. Okay, I can do this. It's my name. I should know this. Um, oh, okay, it's my name, so it was my pilot. So it was an episode of That's So Raven. That's right. Wow. I'm amazed. <laughs> I mean, those are tough because, I'm, you know, I'm sure you don't remember. You know, Cheaper by the Dozen, maybe. Right. You know, but the other ones are, you know, you did a one-time thing and then you're exactly. gone. And, and they may not even mention the name. I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I've... It's amazing you saying all these names. It just reminds me of how grateful I have to be that I got to do and work with all these great people. So it's well, so much fun. I want to thank you for taking the time. I know. Uh, oh, the other question I wanted to ask was you went to a school yesterday. And from what I understand, it was it was like back when I was a kid and the Beatles were were coming and, and everybody was screaming and yelling and, and how, does, how does that make you feel when you see things like that? It's so rewarding and it's inspiring because you're watching kids look up to you which makes you feel responsible and like a role model and also it's very encouraging to see that kids are watching what you do and they're watching the shows and you know they're keeping in touch with in tune with what you like to do so um, I also went with Taylor Lautner and Dylan McLaughlin, and, you know, they're the two hot guys, so I think that's what the girls were going crazy for, but 
it, we got a great response, and I'm hoping that they also attend tonight's screening because that's what we went there for. So it's a chance oh. for us to connect. So. Yeah. And can you tell us something about this movie? Yes, Alice. You're just so busy. <laughs> I, you know what? It's been a hectic year, but it's been the time of my life, even though I'm only 14. But you know, um, Alice Upside Down is a family-oriented film, and it's kind of a comedy and drama, and I guess you call that a dramedy. And um, I play Alice, who is trying to find her way through, you know, moving to a new town, moving to a new school, and she's forced to grow up without a mom because she passed away a while back. So it's all about um, finding yourself, and there's great, great cast members. We have Luke Perry from 90210, and... Penny Marshall, who's from everything, and Lucas Graviel, who is, you know, the high school musical star. So it's just a great way for families to go and watch that you see you don't have to be perfect and you can still learn about yourself through watching Alice and her ups and downs. So, Any website that you have? Do you have a website? I, I have a personal website, www.alisonstoner.com. I know it's original. And then I have my MySpace for the Allison Stoner Project, which is just myspace.com forward slash the Allison Stoner Project. And I actually developed my own YouTube where I can go and talk to fans personally. So that's youtube.com slash the real Allison Stoner. And the website for Alice, I believe, is either the Alice Movie or aliceupsidedown.com. So. All right. Well, that's good. I, I always like to try to get give you a chance to you know put your your yes, sites out there if you have anything that you're you know you're selling or anything like that. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thank you very much thank for taking you. the time. No problem. Well, we want to thank Allison Stoner for taking the time to sit down and talk with us. And uh, coming up in a future episode, um, it probably will be, I, I, I don't want to say for sure, but uh, coming up in a future episode, we have an interesting interview with the parents of Allison Stoner, Dylan McLaughlin, and Taylor Lautner. Uh, it's a, a different little thing that I decided to do. We talked uh, with the parents there and got their perspective of how it is raising kids who are uh, involved with the movie industry and uh, how things, you know, how they handle things and a whole lot of interesting things. So um, that'll be coming up in a future episode. So we hope you'll keep listening for that. Um, coming up in the episode 15. Um, I'm not sure which one I'm going to have coming up next. Uh, but uh, I'll check that out anyways. We'll, uh, we will look and see which, which one is coming your way. And I'll let you know in the next episode. But uh, anyways, the uh, other thing I wanted to remind you before we head out is that uh, check out our movie reviews and DVD release re- reviews that are on the website at onscreenandbeyond.com. And also uh, check out the Filmmaker's Corner. And if you are a filmmaker... Don't be afraid to send us your information because we could put up a link and try to get people to know about your film. And uh, also, our contests that are going on, you could win an autographed picture of Sean Tube of Iron Man fame and also Taylor Lautner of uh, uh, Twilight and The Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. And uh, we'll have those and we'll have more contests coming your way from On Screen to Beyond as we continually try to give... uh, Something that uh, you you know you might like, and uh, if you're a collector, those are always things, uh, fun things to have between autographs or sometimes we'll have DVDs or whatever I can come up with. And um, so we got more exciting things coming your way on the website and right here on the podcast. And we hope you'll keep listening, and we appreciate you taking the time to listen. 
And uh, that's about it for right now on episode 14. But coming up next on episode 15, I hope you'll be back. And until that time, this is Brian Zemrek saying take care. <laughs>